Good afternoon, Stephen Kent Mirasu here from Wine Saves Lives podcast. Taking a little break from the cellar. Last week or so, we've been very busy barreling last few wines from the previous vintage down after malolactic fermentation is over, moving our cellar around, getting ready for the 2022 harvest. And I just wanted to take a little bit of a break here to talk a bit about the Joseph Phelps sale. Uh, one of the iconic wines from the really sort of um, one of that cadre of wineries that marked the beginning of modern Napa Valley. People have this feeling, I think, that Napa Valley as a place, as a, as a brand, as, in its relatively current incarnation, is centuries old, really isn't. It's, a, it's just about 50 years old or so. It was the advent of wineries like Phelps. Uh, Robert Mondavi Winery had already been around for a half a decade or so, but Fremark Abbey and Claude Duval and Stag's Leap Wine Cellars, these wineries that, that really marked the beginning of the new Napa Valley. Uh, many of them have been sold off and the original founding members, the family, that, that founded the wineries uh, got out of the business for a, a number of different reasons. I think most of the time it, it's, um, it has to do with money in one fashion or another. Napa Valley properties are worth a ton of money, a shit ton of money. And in, in, uh, if you're wanting to use actual uh, measurements, shit tons a lot. Um, the story resonates with me as a sixth generation winemaker, the oldest winemaking family in the country. We are a small little brand in the Livermore Valley, an area that is contemporaneous with the, the start of Napa Valley back in the 1850s, 60s, and 70s, uh, an area that, that is uh, unfortunately unbeknownst to way too many wine drinkers, a world-class growing area. And it's been my goal, my mission as, as the the, the sort of, uh, up until my son, the last generation of the Mirosu family to maintain uh, direct ties to the wine business, to make wine as fine as any in the world. Our goal is to make world-class wine, to, to the formality, again, a world-class growing area, and marry it to vision that I have and my son has, has to create memorable um, emotional wines, wines that, that ultimately, hopefully will be iconic in, in the wine world. We're starting out, we've been doing wine, I've been doing wine on the Stephen Kent label for 25 plus years, and our, our growth has been very much up and down. I think the quality of our wines has never been better. We're, we're smaller than we have been in the past, really trying to get a foothold on, on what it means to, to persist in our vision and what it means down, going down the road from an economic standpoint to continue to try to compete with the world's greatest wines. We're not in the ballpark of, of being acquired by uh, uh, Louis Vuitton, Moy Hennessy or Bill Foley or anybody else uh, for the foreseeable future. And nor would we want to be, I don't think. Uh, as you get older, 
the 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 hard physical labor that's involved in making wine and that's one of the things i think that separates the mirasu family from a lot of these families in napa is that the 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 owners of the company are are involved in a day-to-day -day basis with winemaking we're moving barrels around we are driving forklifts we're punching down or pumping over we're making blends we've got our hands deep in the caps of fermenters every day during the harvest season we are wine wine is what we are it's not just what we do and i think a lot of the a lot of the the, the next generation of these large brands iconic brands from napa in particular that get so that's not something that's appealing to the family anymore that that you know wine is what they do wine is what brings the family at least in part financial largesse it brings certainly a, a lifestyle that's that can be enviable i suppose uh it, but it's not something that's that's felt deeply in the core of who these people are and i think that's that's something that that maybe it's an infection maybe it's a battling against um windmills i i don't really know exactly what it is but i know that 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 we are compelled here to do what we do uh, that we get no greater joy in life than um than than working working wine working to make something beautiful working to make something that that will be compelling delicious to be sure but that will change lives in some small way and when i read about these folks kind of giving up the ghost in napa um it's sad in a certain way it's sad to see um families leave what made them known what what provided a lifestyle what what made in the case of joseph phelps some really amazing wines and i have no doubt that future wines from phelps are going to be delicious uh no matter how long the family might remain and i think some of the family members i, I don't know this family but some of the family members are staying according to news reports for some period of time winemaking team is is staying on board winemaking team is not the family which is another kind of difference between what we're doing here and and what happens um with these large brands but it's also a good thing in a way i mean if 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 part of an aesthetic contemplation of life is the idea of celebrating excellence and the idea of of finding beauty in things that are done with intention and that are done well you you have to i think applaud the idea of a brand wanting con to continue a level of excellence that it has known in the past despite family involvement the ideal situation would be for the family to have the emotional connection to what it is that they are and continue to want to do that generation after generation it's extremely difficult but it is, there's glory in, in the effort um, if that does not happen though and you are making really delicious wines and wines that that have a 
compelling story and and a, and certainly have a place in history, the history of California wine. Having a a, a corporate uh, parent or or what have you. <laughs> I was going to say overlord there for a second, but I won't. Uh, who who has the money to devote to continuing the the farming of the vineyards that, that are part of this particular deal and, and the making of the wines and the like? It's a good thing, I think. It's when those corporate interests start expanding the volume of the wine because they pay back shareholders or they're trying to pay back an investment, and that's the only reason for growth. There's a, a kind of a wholesale change of philosophy and, and where that wine might fit into a larger portfolio. That's that that that's nothing but sad in my mind. I don't think that's the case with this particular corporate parent. They own some of the greatest brands that exist, and so you'd think that that they're the they're they're um, they're good shepherds for for the future of that particular brand. It's just kind of an interesting, um, again, sort of a, another one of those things that points out the uh, temporary nature of all things, businesses, lives, aspirations, goals, whatever you want to, everything is parentheses by, circumscribed by, confounded by the passage of time. And I, I, my my thought process about about the family's business, the Mirasu family's business, has evolved over the years, and has maybe changed a bit. Where the idea of success is not what kind of score we might get from the press. Um, what what you know how 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 great our financial situation might be from any harvest to another harvest although we need to do well enough to stay in business it's more about the idea of carrying a vision forward and working through difficult times working through great times to be um, as stalwart as possible in our desire to create great things beautiful delicious great things that's kind of where success is for us consistency of effort uh, honing a vision uh, and and surrounding myself with a group of like-minded people who have a desire to, to to create great experiences for people to hew to a a, a hospitality mission that that is important to us and to ultimately make uh, ultimately make wines that will um, cause time to stop a little. We'll make the person slow down a bit and and think to himself or herself that there's something more compelling in this glass than just a delicious bit of wine. That there's something else there that that we can expand people's thought process about aesthetic success and the like. Anyway, little little uh, rumination for a pre-July 4th afternoon. Thanks for joining me. If you have any questions, anything you want me to talk about, how to on wine stuff and and that kind of thing, just just hit us up at uh, Wine Saves Lives. Thanks very much.